You are listening to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. I am your host, Sonia Paz, and we are at episode 35. I have a treat for you today. So let's get this thing rocking and rolling. Welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, the podcast to inspire you and bring the kickstart you need to crush it in the art industry. We'll bring you creative insights, inspiring interviews, valuable resources, and art marketing, along with decades of experience to provide you the strategic approach to unleash your creative talents and rock your inner entrepreneur. Now, your creatively energetic host, Sonia Paz. Hey there, friends and listeners, Sonia Paz with Rockstar Mentor Podcast, and I am so excited to bring you a special guest today. I have on the show today, Lee Lonitz, who is a friend of mine, and most importantly, he is the owner and CEO of Design Foresight at designforsight.com, and he is a marketer, strategist, consultant, and all-time professional in his industry. And I'm so excited that he is on the show today. So without any further ado, I would like to welcome Lee Lonitz from Design for Sight on the Rockstar Mentor podcast today. Lee, I'm so glad that we are making this interview happen today. I am too. Thank you very much for having me here on your show this morning, Sonia. Oh, wonderful. Thanks. So yeah, we talked and I wanted to cover what we, you know, kind of what we chatted about previously about what is Design for Sight, and how long have you been doing this? And, you know, I'm going to throw a bunch of questions at you, but, um, you know, tell our viewers, and I call them rock stars because all of my listeners are rock stars, tell our rock stars here what you do and how you can benefit not only business professionals but artists. Okay. Well, thank you very much again for the for having me here on the show. So Design Foresight is a San Jose-based web design and social media company. Um, we've been around for about nine years. We're coming up on our 10-year anniversary uh, this next April, I believe it is. And um, what we do is we provide effective uh, mobile-friendly web design for uh, business owners and entrepreneurs and companies from small to large. And we also provide social media marketing for companies as well, uh, because these days it's all about uh, not just having a website, but also having an effective social media presence. Um, originally, I've been in the business, the web industry, for almost 20 years. Started off as a kind of an artist myself, creating uh, websites on the side while I was working for a high-tech company here in Silicon Valley, kind of exploring the, the technical side and the artistic side of myself. And then um, around 2007 or so, um, I left my former company and started up Design Foresight in an effort to help uh, individuals and, and solopreneurs and entrepreneurs and artists and you know, companies to um, market their businesses online, to grow their businesses online. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so these days, uh, everybody knows that Having a website is a must if you are promoting yourself online. It's basically 21st age digital marketing. It's the flagship, what I like to call the flagship of your online marketing. No company or no individual that's trying to go in business for him or herself should be out there without their own website in order to help effectively promote uh, what they do, the product or their service. Right. And uh, so 
the, you know, a lot of people do have websites out there and today you can, you know, you can go online and basically create a website for yourself in minutes through there are, there are websites out there. Um, at the same time, if you are trying to uh, level up and really go hard on marketing your business, you of course probably want to talk to seasoned professionals like myself who've been there, who know what to expect when it comes to marketing your business online. And at the same time, I do help provide social media marketing, consulting, coaching, strategy, and speaking for Bay Area businesses because these days the majority of consumers actually do their research online through social media channels such as Facebook, Twitter, uh, Yelp, etc. before they make purchasing decisions. Right. So, um, so with that aspect right there, it's what's important to have a constant social media presence uh, out there. Right. And, yeah, and one thing that you had mentioned is effective social media presence. And I cannot agree more because there are a lot of folks that I have talked to in in the journey of just back when I was selling my art online on eBay way back in the late, late 90s, early 2000s. And so many artists back then, I mean, it was unheard of almost back then. Ooh, I'm going to get a website that seems so professional and that seems so advanced, but tell us how you think, I mean, what is your thought on how things have changed? I know that's been 16 years since since I had encountered that mindset from some artists that they thought, well, you know, I'm still getting it out there. I'll, I'll wait until I can, you know, really get a nice website. But I often suggest that they start building the site and they can build it slow. And what are your thoughts about that? Okay. Well, what I always tell my clients is that, that you want to at least get something up and running. So right. whether it's a simple website or whether it's something that you're going to basically, you know, um, knock people's socks off at the beginning, um, it's better to get something out there and then perfect it later. It's just kind of like, you know, when you are creating an artistic piece, you're kind of mulling over your ideas, but you don't want to stay inside of your head forever. You kind of want to get something out onto paper or in the web world, you know, onto the screen uh, and, and get that rolling and then have, have get it out there and have people take a look at it. And, and then you can continue to let it evolve, work on it, progress on it. Um, yeah, you kind of alluded to uh, a moment ago that, you know, the web has been around for 25 years and most of us started popping out websites probably in the late 90s. I myself had my first website probably around 1996, 1997, and it was a very simple website, you know, like, it's kind of like, you know, spacey graphics on the back and text on the front photos and like, look, mom, here's what I can do type, you know, uh, right. with bangs. Back, so, back when wallpaper Um, and that 
you know, it's also important at the same time to sometimes get out from that out there and start to promote yourself so that people can discover you and or more people can find out uh, what you do. Because artists, you know, are very creative types and we have a lot to give. And you, you mm -hmm. want to try to reach out to as many people as possible. So a website is definitely an effective tool, digital tool, to help further your passion, to help um, promulgate your passion. So that's why I recommend getting getting something online. And then when you get something online when it comes to a website, you have to keep promoting it as well. You know, if you've had, you, most of us have seen Field of Dreams with Kevin Costner, you know, and the whole, if you build it, they will come, you know, speech. But what Kevin Costner didn't know back then is basically that, uh, you know, today, uh, just because you build it doesn't necessarily mean they will come. You have to let people know you know, where yeah. to find you online. It's not enough to say, oh, I've got a website, and it's like, okay, well, it's like it's like saying, for example, I've got a artist studio, you know, or I've got a nightclub. It's great and all. Right. Now how do we all find that, that artistic right. venue? So you want right. to promote and what is it. So special about it. Yeah. Exactly, wow. exactly. You know, in your website, you want to tell, you want to obviously, besides the, the, the default homepage and, you want to also have a an area where you are uh, extolling your artistic work. So, for example, there are people who um, I've worked with a photographer, several photographers before, who put their photos online, demonstrative of what they can do for their clients. I've worked with people in, in the fashion photo industry. I've worked with people in the private photography examples right there. And, you know, you want to make sure you get, some of your photos out there so people can see what you want. But get a, get a taste, get a flavor for what you do. Um, and this is kind of like your online studio or gallery, if you will, especially for those, you know, artists. not every artist is uh, uh, fortunate enough to probably have a, at this point yet, have a big studio, you know, um, or a museum where people can come and, you know, ogle your work. So uh, you don't need to have a, a big edifice like that to have, you know, a gallery, and that's what your what your website can do for you for your for your artistry work. And of course, right. you know, you got to have after people look at your work on your website, you want people to be able to figure out, alert, know how to reach out to you as well. So you want to have uh, you know information about how to be contacted. Absolutely, absolutely. Now I know some folks um, have, and I've I've did a, um, a podcast a number of months ago about just you know what to call your website. And one thing I'm a big proponent or big advocate for is your name is your brand. And, you know, try to shy away from cute names like, you know, the Bunnies and Bonnet Boutique. If you're selling your work as, you know, Sally Smith, you know, call it the Smith, Sally Smith Gallery or Sally Smith Art or Sally Smith um, Photography. And um, when do you get folks that, you know, want to have you create something for them and maybe even set up a, a way to market their work and you know do you do you ever encounter that because I'm real I'm big and real on the whole name thing that's that's my you know, thing when people ask me what do you do you ever encounter that at all well I get clients and my company gets clients all the time when it comes to helping people set stuff up online you know set up a website and, and display their work so there's uh, like I mentioned before you know there that is the you need to have an online you know, flagship of marketing 
21st Age Digital Gallery, if you will. So, uh, yeah, definitely get a lot of those. I know that um, a lot of folks want to have the whole online e-commerce and the shopping cart, and they want all the bells and whistles, but I always tell people it's baby steps. You know, what? do you agree? I mean, like you said, you have to start small and, and work toward it. My thing is get it out there, get it out there, get it out there. <laughs> you know, if it's just a, a splash page, your art is the is the main component of the of the site. It's not so much all the bells and whistles and the sliders and the blinkingness and the flashy that, you know. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. As you mentioned before, <laughs> you know, you I think I think you told me before that something like you know your your heart is aligned to your art, you know, and you could say your art. Likewise, in the converse, the art, your art is your line to your heart. And you just want to get something out there, even if it's something as a simple, like a simple one-page splash page. Um, I'm not talking about those, you know, those passe coming soon pages because, if you, you know, right. you're not going to see much on that. But, you know, you definitely want to, if you are a, a, a budding artist or a seasoned artist who wants to get your – work out in front of more eyes, people are spending a lot of time eating with their eyes these days online. And that's where it's at. And it's it's highly helpful if you do have at least a simple website or a web page out there with your uh, artistic work on it if you want to uh, gain more visibility among your community or Unknown artists, unknown audiences. Excuse me, because you know you, you might say, for example, you might have your loyal following, which is which is great. We all want to make sure we have a loyal following around our our product or our service or around our artistry. But at the same time, um, you know you want to, you want to get other people who may be interested in what you do to learn more and to discover you. And that's why you, at the same while you are doing your stuff, you have to continue promoting yourself through your website. So getting something out there simple and online to start with is great. And then after that, you can continue to evolve it. Right. Oh, yeah. It's it's total evolution. It's unlike printed materials that we used to get back, back in the 90s or even 80s and 90s. You had a product line. You'd have a bunch of things printed out. And then as soon as you got them in from the printer, boom, you you don't have a product anymore. You have new products, and it was a costly thing, which is the beauty of what that you can make those changes, boom, in a flash, and they are – it's instantaneous. That's what that's what I love about it because I'm changing stuff around. After you have created some sort of web presence, you've, you've, you've uploaded and created your very first website, or maybe it's the next next version of your current website – then you can go back and you can start refining it because people – it's all about impressions as well, and that goes beyond business. Artists as well have pe- – people, their audiences have perceptions of their work, so you want to polish off your website and make it look as presentable as possible, just as if you were um, punching out your work in an actual physical brick-and-mortar type gallery. You know, you wouldn't want to say, for example, if you had, if you were displaying your work at an art studio, you wouldn't necessarily want people to walk into, you know, um, 
paint and pastels and paintbrushes on the floor and dusty counters, you know, and broken lights, stuff like that. I'm not saying that you have that, all those on your website, but after you... You, you obviously have not been to my office, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm talking, yeah, you know, it's okay. Like, you're always going to have that back room right there that nobody sees, you know, that you're... you're uh, yeah, you kind of your your skunk room, you know, you where where you're doing all the creative stuff like that. But on the front, on the surface, where people actually get the tour, um, in addition to discovering your what you do, they're going to start formulating impressions about your work and about the person behind the work. And so, um, it's it's always good to polish off and improve on your website after you've created your first version, you know, and it's not always an easy task as well. There's a lot involved when it comes to creating an effective website. You know, you need to uh, know, know not just what you're going to put on your website, but you also want to be very cognizant of what you want the website to do, what your goals are, who your target audience is, you're trying to reach out to. Right. Uh, you got so it. Yep. And, and so this is the having an overall effective organization and strategy, and that's that's what I've done for my clients, for example, uh, after they've got their first website, or maybe even from the get-go, they just want to work with us and create a website. You know, it's about, I don't believe in hitting a moving target. So I've, you know, we, we sit down together and work and figure out, okay, you know, if, if you're not sure what you want your website to do for your business or your art studio, or maybe it's your brand new nightclub, um, or your, you know, your photography business, we'll sit down together and figure out, okay, what are your goals? who you're trying to reach out to exactly, and what, you know, like you mentioned before about your brand, you know, uh, what really is is the sweet gem about your brand that you want to put out there on display to everybody else? So so those are a few things that we tackle as well. Awesome. No, it's, it's you know, and, and a lot of these things, a lot of people don't think about all those different facets involved and necessary in order to make it, to get it done, at least to start setting the foundation to get it done right. Now, I'm going to slide over real quick and just talk a bit about Facebook marketing and what you do. Um, you, know, you offer service. I will tell everyone, Lee offers a specific service as, as a, is the word ghost poster the right word? Ghost writer would be correct. Ghost writer. My, my, my apologies. Um, no worries. He is, He's a master. So even for myself, with my vinopaint.com um, business, I hire Lee to help me with certain postings that I simply don't have time to do. And it's it's not just I say, hey, Lee, here's access to my Instagram page or my to my Facebook page, but um, we sit down and he gets a really great idea of what I do and how I work and what is important to me as far as getting postings on there. And he, and in, in, in aside from myself just posting, he goes in and acts as me to get stuff done because I'm creating, I'm doing jewelry, I'm doing online orders. We have, you know, Vino Paint events. I'm doing Rockstar Mentor. I'm doing SonyPaths.com. It's a lot. And so Lee's expertise in these areas, and he does this for a lot of different businesses, um, really helps us do what we do best, run our business, and then he helps leverage some of the social media. So, Lee, tell us a little bit about how you do that for others. So, on the social media side, we know that these days, um, for social, you know, you got to be using social media in order to promote your business. Everybody is on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, 
YouTube, you name it. And um, as I mentioned at the beginning, uh, a lot of people are actually, especially the millennials, are doing their research online through social media channels before uh, making buying purchases, uh, making their decisions about where they want to go when it comes to patronizing you know, like restaurants and, and um, entertainment venues. They do, everybody is doing their research, especially the millennials. And, uh, and there's a lot, uh, you know, a lot of community going on on social media channels like Facebook, for example. It's where word of mouth marketing spreads virally really fast. And oh, yeah. So what I do for, what I do, you know, and, and there's so many, there's just, gosh, if, you know, if we all were just only, for those of us who, you know, use social media, if we were just, uh, if we were all octopuses, if we just had an arm for every social media channel that you have to monitor and post and respond to every day, you know, we'd all be, everything would just be hunky-dory, D-O-R-Y, hunky-dory. And, <laughs> I love uh, that term. <laughs> but, but it's just, it's, it's crazy. And that's one of the what's well, one of the challenges that many business owners and I'm sure artists as well face these days is just how do I keep up with all the social media out there? I I know that I need to use it for what I'm doing, um, but I'm also busy working on on in what I'm doing as well. Uh, so what I do for busy business owners is I help you know post for them. I am a a ghostwriter for one for a lot of businesses here in the Bay Area, like yourself and uh, I get out there and post their content on their favorite social media channels like Facebook and Instagram and make sure that they are connecting with their audiences on a regular basis um, and then when their their communities respond to posts on Facebook or say like a photo on Instagram or a, a tweet then um, they get to come in and do the, the, the really simple fun stuff, which is basically just answer questions or comments, you know, kind of as if you were greeting somebody at the door to your own studio. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it, it really does take a, it take a community on social media to run things these days. And at the same time, uh, similar to the website side, uh, again, I don't believe in shooting a moving target. So you want to be able to un- but, you know, before you even start hitting social media, you want to be able to understand exactly what your goals are and where your audiences are when it comes to social media. You've got, you know, on Instagram, uh, the audiences tend to be more in the millennial generation. And then, like, on Facebook, it's more like Generation X. And, and then on YouTube these days, it's uh, Generation, what's now being called Generation Z, which is basically uh, up to 18 years old. And also, Generation Z is hanging out on Snapchat. So it's equally as important to know which social media channel that you want to leverage for promoting your work. And so I sit down with uh, clients and we come up, we work on a strategy plan and figure out over the next 30, 60, 90 days, which channels are most effective for you to use for promoting your, you know, promoting your paintings or promoting your music, et cetera. And then we, we, you know, we go ahead and uh, either uh, I'll post it for them or maybe we'll kind of cut it in half and they post part of it as well. Uh, I'm a big believer in educating people on so that they can be self-empowered on promoting themselves. So uh, I always love it when people get involved and start promoting, posting things at the same time while I'm posting for them. 
And then we, you know, we, as we go along, we monitor things and, and say, okay, well, is what we're, are we reaching the people that we want, that you want to reach? Is what we're posting working? Do we need to change things up a bit? So ghostwriting and social media strategy are the, are the two primary things that I try to bring to the table for, um, for my clients in order to help them more effectively, you know, broadcast and amplify themselves. Awesome. Yeah. So you hear that out there, artists? You don't have to go through this journey alone. You can get help. There is help available. <laughs> there is. Yeah, it does take a community. I'm sure it's, you know, that's it's community. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know it, it helps me out, and sometimes I'm surprised. It's like, wow, that's a very, you know, Lee's used to quite a Sonyism in the posting. Or, you know, did I put that there? So, but he rocks and rolls. He does it. He does it right. He does it. And, he does this for so many people that I know, and he's on top of it. And I always wonder, how do you get all the time to do this, thinking, holy cow, man, I saw that what you've posted for this person and that person, and then you're doing my stuff. So you are the octopus with all the legs, all that. All that. <laughs> so, well, well, don't, don't broadcast great. that too, though, because otherwise I'm going to have to grow a lot more arms very fast. You know? And, you know, you, hit, you kind of hit on the point right there is that um, when I actually – post on behalf of, of others, um, it's also, you know, artistry, so we'll use an analogy, like artistry is about, uh, you know, getting your voice out there, whether it's in, in audio or whether it's in a visual. So what I, what I do to try to do is to emulate that, that person when it comes to posting online, emulating their voice. So yeah. like you mentioned I'm going to go, you know, I get in there and I use Sonyisms. I, I, I try to learn your language. Um, so if you're not, uh, if you're not the kind of person that uses the word awesome sauce, uh, then you're not going to see that on your postings. Um, <laughs> fabulous. You know, things like that. I try to understand your lingo. And then, and uh, what I love about, what I usually tell people is I love putting words in people's mouths. I get in there and I get out and um, I've gotten quite a few compliments from my own uh, clients saying that, you know, people can never tell that it's you, you know, whether it's me or you. So, um, uh, so yeah, yeah. It, it's so like, for example, do it for yourself, um, just a bunch of different industries as well. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. So, that, that this has been amazing, you know, and it's funny because I know I've known you for a number of years since we used to be on the BABRG, the Bay Area Business Referral Group, and then I I got to know you through karaoke. So we'll let a, let let our listening audience know that we do crazy things out there. Um, of course, Lee is a crooner. He's really an awesome singer. <laughs> that is right. Is that the right term, crooner, right? Yeah, you know, that, yeah, I haven't crooned in a while, but that is correct. You know, that's probably the most artistic side of me, and that's probably the, the, the side that needs a little bit more love as well. I haven't behind, been behind the mic in quite a while. And, and being a, a, you know, I don't know if it's, if, it's, uh, uh, if it's cheeky or not, but, you know, I'm in Generation X, and I still like to think that um, it's quite classy uh that i am a big fan of the of the rat pack people you know like dean martin and, and old blue eyes frank sinatra and um oh, yeah. and davis uh mel torme and bobby darren and you know i even had one of my clients recently say when i told them that you know i was um or somebody i work with when i said that um that one of my biggest uh idols is frank sinatra um they thought it was really cute 
you know, so uh, I like it. Uh, so um, I think I'm overdue to get back back behind the mic and kind of get that part of my inner artist out, you know, just because you're a tech person, uh, like myself, for example, it doesn't mean that you can't, you don't have an artistic side that can constantly, you know, be molded and vice versa as well. You know, if you are, if you are artist, if you are artist, um, you're going to, you know, you, you have probably a chance or you have a technical side that if you're willing to, you can nurture. Um, there's no need to like be afraid of it. Because, like, for me, for example, I'm never going to be, like, on American Idol, besides the fact that I'm past that age, but, or I'm never going to be on America's Got Talent. But, you know, yeah, um, it's okay to nurture that other half of your brain. You know, it's there. Don't feel like, you know, you don't have it. So I know a lot of people who are more creatively inclined, but at the same time, they might be a little bit digital, digitally intimidated. So it's okay to kind of, you know, cross the other, cross, go across the fence there and, delve into the other side and if you need help you know like a coach or a mentor um that's what you know people like myself are here for to help guide you through that and one of these days i'm going to probably get myself a singing coach as well not yeah, there you go. Then, or anything but, um, and then we will look for you on america's <laughs> <laughs> you'll probably see me on facebook live before before, before that. oh facebook live don't even get me started it's funny because i as you know, I when people have said, oh, I want to interview you on my talk show, I want to interview you on this, my first thing was I'd shake my head before they can even finish asking me to do a video thing, you know, or I want to videotape you painting, and I'd shake my head no, but I got, I, I, man, I got to tell you, the, the Facebook Live thing, it's different than video. Even though you're on video, it's, I don't want to say, it, it, it's different. It's definitely different. I call it a one take Jake. It's, I, I know that I'm going to be on there for a few minutes. It's, it's me exposed. I'm out there. If I flub up or if I have, if I stutter or if I roll my eyes too much, that's it. That's the way I am. But I know that it's a one take. So that's why when I get up there, I do it super energy and then I'm out of there. But if, um, if I have to be interviewed and have that camera in my face and I have to sit there with nothing to do while listening to the interviewer interview me, oh, it's painful. I hate it. But um, but Facebook Live, yeah, I'll have you on the show again. We'll talk about Facebook Live and how how uh, artists can. Um, I've done a podcast on it, but I think to have a another view on doing Facebook Live for your art business would be an asset. But um, but anyway. Thank you so much, Lee, for taking time out today to be on the show and to talk to our guests about your amazing talents and your professional, um, I know you don't like the word guru, but your your guruism on, you know, marketing and just for folks getting it out there for the Internet and for social web presence. If um, I know that so many people are going to want to know how to reach you, so tell us how we can get a hold of you and, you know, where – What's your site and what's all the good stuff? Okay. Well, it's really easy. So um, on the website, if you uh, are looking for guidance and help in getting a website up and running for your artistic work, you can go online to my website. I'm at www.designforsite. That's design, F-O-R-S-I-T-E.com. And um, you can also, if you are looking for help with social media, you can come over to my own uh, social media website. I'm at leelonitz.com. That's Lee. L-E-E, 
L-O-N-I-T-Z.com. And I'm also on Facebook as well with the same name, Design Foresight and Lee Lonitz for web design and social media. And you can also find me on Instagram as well um, at, the, um, at the ampersand, the tag name Lee Lonitz. So those are probably some of the best ways to uh, reach out and connect. Awesome. Well, this has been great. I really thank you so much for coming on the show today. And everyone, I'm going to have all of Lee's information in the show notes. So make sure that you check in with us there. And um, that's it. Thank you so much, Lee. And we will catch you again on the flip side. Okay. Thanks very much. So again, many thanks to Lee Lonitz from designforsight.com for coming on the show today and sharing his knowledge, his wealth of information and tips and ideas for all of you artists and rock stars. So I also just want to say thank you so much for coming in and listening. And of course, I want to mention that we've got our amazing sponsor, the Brush Guys at thebrushguys.com who have amazing specials on brushes and other art supplies, and you can receive an instant 5% off by simply typing in Rockstar in their shopping cart to get you 5% off with no minimums, minimums required. If you would like to learn more about Rockstar Mentor, simply go on to my website, which is rockstarmentor.com. There is a ton of information there, some freebies that I have created specifically for you and that will give you a lot of value for your art business. You can also listen to all the podcasts that we have done, all 34 of them, because today is episode 35, and there is so much value at the website and would also love to hear any questions that you have that you would like to be read on the air. If you would like to be part of the Rockstar Mentor and have me interview you, if you have a unique story, if you have an adventure, a, an awesome experience, if you have a great tip or technique or something that you would like to share with our listeners, I would love to have you on the show. And you can reach me through the website or email me through mentor at rockstarmentor.com. So again, thanks to Lee for coming on to the show today. Thank you all for listening. It's always a pleasure. I love coming on here giving you information that I have learned on my own over the last 20 plus years on how to run my art business successfully and want to share that wealth with you. So we will see you on Fan Mail Friday on Friday. So with that said, I'm going to say adios. Peace out, everyone, and take care. Thanks. <laughs>